Live from Andrew Luck's home for peculiar children, it's the Seahawks Nest Podcast. That's, that's right. It's the uh, it's the uh, misfit kids that he has brought to him to try to make them good, but he can't do it. Frank Gore, no. That's that's it. That's misfit all. Misfit kids is an eighty year old men still playing in the NFL. <laughs> oh, speaking of eighty year old men playing and stuff, you know, let's get started with Thursday night's game. The Cardinals heading to the 49ers, where their eighty year old quarterback will not be able to play. Arizona still four point favorites on the road. Here's the thing: if they if they let David Johnson run it a lot, they can still win. But I think that they won't, and I think they let Stanton throw them out of the game. I don't really, I don't know what to make of this Cardinals team. I thought they were good. Then I thought Carson Palmer is really holding this team back. That's what, as I watched the game last week, it just really felt like Carson Palmer is not playing up to his usual standard. And if he's not going to make those deep throws like he did last year, this team's not going to be very good because last year they made, they made bank off of all of the long throws that they made. And it just doesn't seem like those throws are there anymore. So I actually like the 49ers in this game to cover the four, and I like them to win straight up as well. Give me the Niners. And Carson Palmer's body is starting to break down, and I thought I was going to be cheeky and be the only one picking the 49ers. 49ers win. The fighting Chip Kellys. I'm going to have to go with the 49ers because I think that Stanton's terrible. And, you know, the thing is Arizona went all in on the wrong quarterback. They should have picked Phillip Rivers as the old quarterback on on meaning playing meaningless games in California, and instead they just went to that Bay Area and took Carson Palmer. These wins. Cardinals feel like this uh, the team that's they're gonna rip off like six wins at some point, and everyone will be like the Cardinals are back, and then they'll finish eight and eight, yes. and it's just gonna be like, oh, that yep, that was cool when oh. they ripped off those six wins. They Jeff Fishered all over themselves. All right, so we got the Patriots heading to the Browns. Uh, New England is ten and a half point favorites, and in my opinion, you cannot make this line high enough. Tom Brady's return. Patriots are going to score like 35 points. Give me the Pats. Patriots win. Barring a natural disaster, Patriots win. All right, the 3-0 Eagles head to Ford Field to face the 1-3 Lions as three-point favorites. Carson Wentz on the road. Give me the Lions. <laughs> There's no. This is the this is the week the Eagles are going to remind us that hey, we're still the Eagles. You know, like you may, maybe we're not actually as good as we seem. I think this team is a 9-7 and seven team. They have 9-7 and seven written all over them for me. And at some point, they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. I like the Lions to be the first one to put the chink in the armor. You know, I honestly, I feel like this is a trap game for the Eagles. But since you picked the Lions, I'll pick Eagles. <laughs> I think that Detroit lost to Chicago, and therefore they can lose to anybody. <laughs> and I am going with Philadelphia. You guys forgot about my old friend Marvin Jones. He's going to tear it up this week. All right. The Colts host the Bears as four-and-a-half-point favorites, to which I say, why? The Colts are horrible. This uh, this is the worst football team I've watched this year. They have literally one good player, maybe two, if you include T.Y. Hilton. But I'm not even sure about that if, or if it's just Andrew Luck making him look good. Um, the Bears are medi- real mediocre. I'm going to take the Bears in this game, though, just because I hate Indianapolis. This is the stinky stinker game of the week. And I think the Colts are just bad enough to beat the Bears. I think the true winner of this game is anyone who doesn't watch it. Yeah, seriously. You're going to love this next one, I'll Kevin. I'll take Chicago. They can actually run the ball. All right, you're going to love this next one, Kevin, if the if you liked that last one. Here we go. <laughs> Titans, Titans head to Hard Rock Stadium to face the Dolphins. The Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites, to which I say, 
Why? Yeah. <laughs> these lines are inexplicable to me. These are that all... makes them a half point favorite plus three points because they're these, at home. These games, these games are all like pick games to me, and I know that. But the, I'm gonna pick just against the AFC South because I think the AFC South's bad. I picked the Bears in the last game, and I'm gonna pick the Dolphins in this game. Titans are like the opposite Panthers from last year because the <laughs> Panthers would win every game close, and the Titans are losing every game close. We call Titans that getting will, munchacked. They're like the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, except a little more talent on the roster. I like the Titans in this game. I think DeMarco Murray is the best player on the field, so I guess I'll take him to break the tie. Better than Cameron Wake or like uh, Namad Kong's Namad Sue? <laughs> <laughs> Until they start scoring points for Miami, I'll take Tennessee 12-3, to three, right. you know? Yeah, the fighting t- at some point with Tannehill, you gotta you gotta crap or get off the pot. The fight, you know? the like, fighting field goals. All right, man. we got Redskins heading to Ravens. I would call this a rivalry game of sorts. You know, it's a rivalry. Fun. Sure, you know, it's they're right next to each other on the map. Baltimore is a four point favorite, which I think is fair. I think Baltimore is a little bit better of a football team. I don't understand why people are giving Washington any credit. They look like a mess. Uh, that's like the softest two and two I've ever seen. So I'll go take Baltimore. I thought they played hard last week against Oakland, and they were in it till like the very end. They just needed like 10 more yards to get in field goal range. Yeah, both of these teams are kind of off to me. Like Baltimore seems like they should be better than they are, and the Redskins play like crap, but they're 2-2. Two and two. I like Baltimore in a close game. Baltimore only seems to know how to play close games. Flacco's a better quarterback than Cousins, and that defense is way better in Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. Barely. Playoff Flacco is like 100 times better than Cousins, though. All right, we got the Vikings hosting the Texans as six-point favorites. Um, I think Brock Osweiler is super overrated, so I'm going to pick the Vikings in this game. <clears throat> you know, you could look at these stats and, and find out that Osweiler is not as good as the last few quarterbacks the Houston Texans have played the last few years, but he's a whole lot more expensive. I like the Vikings, but it's going to be a boring defensive game. I can dig that. Minnesota's defense is unstoppable. Minnesota's going to win probably like 21-10. Hey, I said it. And like, Osweiler's going to throw a couple picks. I said it like a thousand times in the NFC South preview, but guys, Harrison Smith is the truth. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's a real good football player. But he can't do and the I, inverted worm like Earl Thomas on that interception. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, there's <laughs> things that he's... But he's so good, and the defense is just super solid. Uh, all right. Let's go to Heinz Field, where the Jets head to Pittsburgh as seven-point underdogs. Ooh. This Pittsburgh passing game is going to set up shop all over okay. the Jets. The Jets spent, They're going to run away with this, the Jets and spent, Le'Veon Bell's really good. They spent Texas with a dollar sign next to it on their secondary and pass defense. And then their secondary and pass defense is... So bad. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they spent the gross domestic product of Goodyear in order to purchase that tire fire. Brandon Marshall, he said he's going down with Fitzpatrick on the ship. So you know what? That ship's going down. Steelers are going to win this football game. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand how the Jets' defense is so bad so quickly. Steelers should win in a rout. All right. The Falcons head, our first afternoon game, the Falcons head to Sports Authority Field at Mile High as five-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Denver Broncos. With no Trevor Simeon, right? Yeah, no. We could You could check it for Simeon, but it's going to be Paxton Lynch. You know, I think that all signs point to the Falcons, but really it's a test game for the Falcons. How good are the Falcons? Having said that, Broncos should win at home. Yeah, this is where we – I mean, last week was the like litmus test for the Falcons, right? We saw them go out and play Carolina and kick the crap out of them. I mean – they, Carolina made it close at the end, but they 
Dude, they could not stop Julio Jones. The only thing that can stop Julio Jones is injuries. He's literally unstoppable. So I really like the the Falcons. I think they're much better than people are giving credit for. Uh, playing at Sports Authority Field, though, is really hard. And uh, there's Tevin Coleman's not going to be able to play because of his sickle cell. And I think that actually might matter. So I'm going to take the Broncos. But I think that they'll cover the 5.5. I think this game's close. Atlanta keeping this close is passing the test because, like everyone said, it's a Denver home game. This defense is for real. This pass rush is ferocious. I think that Denver is going to win this one, but it's going to be a pretty close game. I think their defense is just a little too good, though. Yeah, and I I do think that losing Sean Witherspoon and replacing with A.J. Hawk is not exactly like... That's not... That's going to make the Falcons already somewhat shaky defense a little shakier. So we might they might be on the uh, Shakey's Pizza Watch. Definitely right. loses some team speed there. <laughs> the bank the two and two Bengals head to A and T and T Stadium to face the Dallas Cowboys, who are three and one. Bengals as one point favorites. Road favorite alert. I think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to show us something and actually win this game. I don't really like them, but Dallas I, wins. I agree. I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to run wild in this game and. Another thing too is I'm never Andy Dalton should never be a road favorite ever, so, so that gives me another reason I want to pick the Cowboys. The secondary is garbage, and Geno Atkins can stop as a yeah. I don't I don't agree with that. And Their Lyle Collins is on the for, IR for Dallas is still good, even if Lyle Collins is hurt. All right, Bills head to Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, where all the fans will fry like eggs as the Rams are two and a half point favorites. I have a great stat for Todd Gurley. He has the lowest yards per carry yeah. ever for any running back I heard with this, 80 carries through the first four games. I heard games. this on a wow. podcast the other, yesterday. Yeah, that's amazing. It's so bad. The over-under for this game is 39.5, so they're not expecting points. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Case, Case Keenum can't continue to throw 50% completion percentage and get away with it. The Rams are going to stop winning games at some point. I actually like the Bills in this game. I'm going to take the Bills. Maybe I just want the Bills to win, but like you said all the points. I don't know how the Rams keep winning games. I don't even know how they won that game against the Seahawks. Bills win. I will bet against Jeff Fisher as long as people will let me. I take the Bills. All right, and we've got the San Diego Superchargers heading to the Oakland Coliseum to play the Raiders. Oakland are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to take Oakland because San Diego can't stop losing close. Yeah, I... I really kind of want to take San Diego in this game, but I think Oakland wins in a rout. Oakland plays on a baseball field. Give me the Chargers. Uh, <laughs> the Giants head to Lambeau Field as seven and a half point underdogs, where they will almost certainly lose to the Packers. That's that's my analysis, right there. Uh, Eli Manning, great at losing football <laughs> games to decent secondaries. I'm going with the Packers. And this secondary is really good. And Odell Beckham Jr. said he doesn't love football anymore. It oh. used to be his sanctuary. But now he doesn't love it. This is terrible news for my fantasy team. Uh, there's no way that Eli Manning could come into Lambeau Field and win with receivers who gave a damn. And now his receivers wait, don't care. Let's just let's just say this though: there is a chance Eli Manning could come into this game and tear it up because with Eli Manning is like it's like a dice that has like 20 sides on it, and eight of them are ones, but like five of them are twenties, and it's just like oh, he could always be a twenty. He's just always so good, like. So but, he's like Flacco, except it's not a playoff switch. It's a playing against I mean, New England it's switch. Kind, it's kind of a playoff switch. It's a I mean, playing they, against New England switch they went in, and a sometimes switch. They went in as a wild card and won. But I think that the NFC East, everyone's talking it up. Like the NFC East is actually good now. Philadelphia's 3-0. and The Redskins are 2-2. and The Cowboys are 3-1. and The Giants are 2-2. and I think all these teams are actually just okay. 
none of them are really that great. I don't think either, any of them belong in a tier if we were talking about like Seattle, uh, Minnesota, uh, the real like power teams in the NFC. I don't think they belong in the same conversation with those teams. I think we pegged it when we talked about it in the season preview. It's a division full of seven and nine to 10 and six teams. Yep. And I mean, they're all okay. And any of those teams could be dangerous too in the playoffs. I'm not saying that they're just garbage, but I don't think any of them are truly like great. No, but like mainstream media loves to talk about how great the NFC East is and it's not. It is not. The greatness right. is way behind. Monday right, night football. Game. Buccaneers at Panthers. No, no line because of Cam Newton's injury. And no Gerald McCoy. Hey, who do you guys think the best rusher in this game is? According to ESPN, they put like players to watch passing, rushing. They put Cam Newton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not very good. I mean, all the running backs in this game have been injured, do we, right? Do we know like, that Cam Newton is not playing? Uh, right now, he's still in concussion protocol. He has not passed concussion protocol he yet. He has an extra day. I see him playing, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose a game. I hope he <laughs> plays, because if he doesn't, I have to start Eli Manning in fantasy, and that's just not great. <laughs> Great analysis there. Sorry. Uh, I like Cam Newton plays or Cam Newton doesn't play. I like the Panthers. I do think that something has changed about this Panthers team, though. They are not playing as well as they used to, as they did last year. Their defensive scheming just isn't what it was, but I also don't know if they have the running game to take advantage of McCoy being out on Tampa Bay. And- Tampa Bay every once in a while puts together a fluky game and beats someone, and I think they're due. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in a fluke. Ooh. I I understand why you do that. What's Panthers the the problem is their secondary though and Jameis Winston doesn't seem like the quarterback who can just pick apart a poor secondary. But Mike Evans seems like the wide receiver who can. Sure. I mean, he might just be open all the time like Julio Jones was last week. I think that's a Julio Jones thing though. Julio Jones the only his injuries are the only thing that slows him down. So when he faces LA and they go bounty gate on him, they're no. going to slow him down. Is that what I'm hearing? This All right, terrible. we're going to play a, a speed round now uh, with the buy teams. This is what we do with the buy teams. We're going to play a speed round of good or bad. All right, we're going to start with an obvious one, Jaguars. Bad. Bad. Very bad. Um, I think that Gus Bradley does not survive the season as the head coach. Um, I was kind of hoping Pagano got fired on the airplane, though, in places. <laughs> we're going to go from, from hard, hardest to easiest, I think, here. So let's go Saints. Bad. 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 I also agree. The Saints... Mediocre bad though, like seven win bad, not uh, like not th- like two win bad. I think they're four win bad. Uh, this this team is is the NFC Chargers, where like their quarterback is playing out of his mind, and they still aren't winning games. And in fact, those teams played a one point game last week, so that makes me feel really good about that piece of analysis. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs, good, good enough. They're two and two, and I think. We kind of saw they're getting Charles back too. They can't play on the road. I they have Marcus Peters though. I don't so good. I don't love them as a road team. I think that they'll lose at Panthers, at Broncos, at Falcons, and probably at Chargers too, which puts them at like nine and seven at best. So I'm I'm gonna say they're okay. Um, If I have to pick, it's good or bad. It's bad for me. Um, that sheet cake that Andy Reid gets his plays from is just not doing it anymore. And then, (laughs) but it uh, tastes so good. Last one, Seahawks. Good. Yeah, very, very Great. good. I would say very good. Defense, think... extremely good. Offense, looking kind of good. Yeah, I was. I would say the offense is kind of turning the corner a little bit. and I It's think... easier to turn the corner when you have three capable blockers. I'll just say that. Yeah, three instead of two, right? <laughs> just, just keep upping that number as much as we can. 
All right, so that's it. That's our 16, 16 games or, you know, 12 and then the four buy teams in 16 minutes. We'll see you guys next week. Jam that like button. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, link tuned in. I almost said LinkedIn. <laughs> Tune in, <laughs> Stitcher, and iTunes. Send us your application. We're not hiring. Right. Peace.